Amen. Thank you, Glenn. Did you guys catch that, that today a new website launched? That is so awesome and amazing. Glenn will be too uh, humble to say this, but he is a, the guy that made that happen. He d designed it along with Alicia. He wrote it, and he launched it. That's who that guy is. And so give him a big round of applause. I will also honor Glenn by doing what he would like me to do and just downplaying a bit of don't expect the best one ever or the nicest one ever. And he's just doing this for the sake of the church and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's super awesome. You don't know the behind the scenes piece of we have been over five years through different channels trying to get a new website up. And today it happened. And uh, so I'm very, very grateful for that. The most amazing thing, even though our website was functional and it got out information, people would say that are trying to help churches grow, you need a really good website. The truth is we didn't have a really great website and God has helped us grow in spite of what that was. And so thank you to the people who kept it functional so we had something and thank you for what we have now. As you can tell, I'm a little stoked. I'm happy to be here. I'm about to jump up and down about a website, and that is just a website. Where are we going from here? That's right, tell a miracle it. I'm glad you're with me. Everybody else can catch up. Today is one long sermon illustration on celebration and thankfulness. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to catch it by the time you're done. Thankfulness is a good warm-up to the start of the year. The author of Hebrews in chapter 12 says, Let us run the let's run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. We want to focus our eyes on Jesus from the beginning of the year, and being thankful is like stretching for the race. Getting your thankfulness on is like stretching so that you don't hurt yourself in the race. Because in races, things happen that you don't expect and there's challenges. And if you stretch, you don't hurt yourself as bad. Folks, if you are thankful this year, it won't hurt so much. So let's get our thankfulness on for the year. And so I'm going to stretch us like I've never stretched us before. Because you've heard of Casey Kasem and Ryan Seacrest in the top 40. Today's the top 41 countdown in 10 minutes or less. Are you ready? Are you ready? Just so you know, that's about one thankfulness for every 15 seconds. I don't know if I can do it, but I just did two weddings where they told me I had about five minutes to preach. So if I've ever been trained up and ready to do something short, I'm on. You got a paper and you got a pencil. What you can do today is we want to know what you're thankful about. And so you're going to put some things on this paper, I think, through the course of this service. You might wait till the end of the service. You can put your name on it. You may not put your name on it. It doesn't matter. You can even just take and put down the numbers that I mentioned that really speak to you. We want to do a survey of what you are most thankful for and up our thankfulness in this place. At the end of the service, there's some white baskets with the ushers and around in the foyer that you can dump your pencil and paper into. So... For all of you who are more spiritual than me, you let me just say this, we're thankful for God. He didn't make the top 41, but it's like all God. It's all God the Father, all God the Son, all God the Holy Spirit that he's number one. So God's grace and God's goodness is what allowed us to have thankfulness today. All right, here we go. 
Number one, the overall growth we have seen in all areas. We, Lee and I have been a part of this place for over 25 years, and it is so fun to be on a growth run, let me tell you that. From the days of preaching to 20 and 30 people, as great as they were, the desire to do more has always been there. The growth is something to celebrate. We're going to talk about some numbers and some size today. I don't want you to get freaked out thinking that the pastor's gone secular or crazy that all he talks about is numbers, but, but each number represents a person. And do you know how Jesus counts a crowd? There's one, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. And after a while, all the ones add up to a number. And so we want to go after the ones and let Jesus take care of the crowd. Number two, Sunday growth. Prior to COVID, we were averaging 80 to 100 people. Two years ago, November 2021, we had three services in a row that went to 120 people. And so the elders decided to take the step of faith and go to two services to make room to grow. That set in motion what we're experiencing today. Number three, moving to the Roxy Theater. We announced at the beginning of May that we would be here the beginning of June and continue to grow over the summer and fall. And we're now from that 129 number two years ago, we've been averaging 240 to 260 with highs of 280 and Christmas Eve was 380 people in this place. <laughs> Children's church a year ago didn't have much leadership except Lee hanging on with some volunteers and Jolaine began to help with a few volunteers and she took leadership averaging probably 10 or 15 children. Today there's 50 or 60 children registered in Children's Church. Children's Church is not surviving, it's thriving and it's a strength that helps young families come to church. My son Boston, he went to Children's Church his whole life, often with him and his sister, sometimes with 6 or 8 or 10 kids. He was here during Christmas and he said, as as a compliment, not a complaint. It takes so long for that many kids to get out of the service to go to children's church. It's, it's amazing. Number five, greeting and security. More people greeting. Connections table started. We have head ushers. The ushers and greeters and security are the very first glimpse people coming into church get of Jesus. They are the most important people in this place. And we thank them over and over again. Thank you for what you do. I don't have time for all your clapping. We'll do it at the end. <laughs> we have people put their faith in Jesus, number six. Number seven, we did baptism in the last year. Number eight, we had a significant leadership transition as God moved Sarah from the Rock Church to Camp in Cambodia. Sarah, stand up and welcome home. Do not pummel that lady with how was it and what are you doing next and everything. Let her rest. We will bring her up here if she will come and she will give a report sometime. But we were able to go from one uh, leader in Sarah to our own staff stepping up and grew into their new positions. Number nine, uh, it's too messy to deal with here. I'm coming back to number nine. Number ten. PR Sound came with us into the Roxy. The owner, Kevin, is here today. And they allowed us to have this great, amazing transition that we went from worshiping one place one Sunday to worshiping without a glitch the next Sunday. Kevin, this applause is for you. God has been providing the resources we need. We went through a year ago utilizing one building to now we use four buildings, the Rock Church Ministry Center, the Roxy, the Mennonite building next door, and City Center Gym. 
Plus, number 12, the neighbor next door offered us their property to purchase. Number 13, God provided financially because businesses and people don't live off of hugs. They actually want dollars. And so you worship God through your giving. He transformed those those dollars into meeting needs so that the work of the ministry and expansion of the kingdom could happen. The budget increased by over 20%, as in your giving rose 20% from last year. Expenses obviously increased, but all these rentals and the possibility of this new property is being cared for. And one of the amazing things is that about 16 months ago in the fall of 2022, we were lining up bills wondering which one we could possibly pay that month and if the staff were going to get paid at the end of the month. We trust you found us honoring your act of worship to the Lord and generosity to the kingdom by the way we steward those gifts. We're not talking money and taking your money for money's sake. We're talking money and receiving your gift of finances for discipleship that needed for the work and the expansion of the kingdom of God. For those of you that are, that are ca- concerned about that, the financial report for next year comes out next month or so and you'll see that. Number 15, the strategic plan. Just over a year ago, we had a huge process take place of establishing a strategic plan. It was a huge task and it's been a huge help and we'll talk more about that someday. Number 16, life groups. We are continually having over 60% of the congregation involved. It happened again this September. You know I'm praying for over 100% this particular season, but people are engaging facilitating, caring, inviting, growing, praying for each other. Number 17, we had amazing prayer times, fasting and prayer, feasting and prayer. Yeah! Prayer and praise, bonfire prayer time. People are willing to pray. Number 18, emotionally healthy discipleship. Many new people taking our important and foundational discipleship course because we recognize that discipleship begins in the heart and Jesus needs to deal with our heart, not just getting our behavior right. And so we celebrate what is happening with emotionally healthy discipleship. The Rock Church has so many volunteers. Church is not just sitting in a service to worship. It's engaging in worship through serving in your homes, in your jobs, in your community and in your church. I do not believe I am overstating, although with things so fluid it's a little hard to tell, that about 70 to 80% of our congregation volunteer in some capacity over the course of the year, and it wouldn't surprise me if it's more like 90 or 95%. My estimation is that there is, my conservative estimation, is that it's about 30,000 volunteer hours that have been spent this past year, and it's more likely more like 40 or 50,000 volunteer hours. TRC Church is not just about Sunday. I am thankful for you because you, the congregation, are realizing that if you only attend on Sunday, you're missing out. Number 20, we have a great moms group. Support, encouragement, joy, and fun. Moms from many walks of life. Number 21, we have an amazing tech team that serves us both in live services and events for a great experience in gatherings, but also a great experience online and in video and in media. We're constantly getting compliments about the quality that is able to take place on-site and online. Thank you so much, tech team. Number 22, worship team. I'm thankful we have great worship times and people use their gifts to make it happen. It takes so much humility to serve in worship. You have to have the heart of worship yourself, and then you got to put yourself and your gifts out there. Different teams, different leaders each week, all learning to submit to them to each other for the sake of glorifying God. Number 23, the servant-hearted nature of this place. Everyone who sets anything up, takes anything down, carries anything around, covers gaps, all the behind-the-scenes work. We should be expecting to be inconvenienced as part of a family, and your servant-heartedness allows you to be inconvenienced and jump in 
rather than to step back and criticize and judge. Number 24, parking. We're glad to have some. It's not all perfect. Remember to keep your valuables out of sight, but you're humble enough to do it around here and to walk. Number 25 and 26, we began the men's breakfast and women's breakfast, all so that people can connect and serve and love each other. Number 27, such an amazing effort to have camp. It gets its own Sunday, its own emphasis, but it takes so much sacrifice and love to take 175 of those kids and youth to camp. So much discipleship, so many decisions. Number 28, the elbow camp itself, that a place entrusts us with their property to use like it's our own, is amazing. 29, 30, 31, Bible Bill Shift, C23, consistent, passionate effort to reach the least of these, to put on display the love of Jesus and let people experience a loving place. Number 32, we officially began the family church experiment. We desire to broaden our reach into families, and families keep telling us how much they're grateful for it. It would not happen without the blessing of God and the blessing of you. Number 33, this past Christmas outreach and how it went and how many families were followed up by you who sat with them at their tables to bless them. 34, people serving others, shut-ins, difficult situations, sickness, surgery, people helping people with details, food, caring for, phone calls, visit. Number 35, so many stinking, beautiful babies being born in this place. Number 36, an overseas trip for Dallas where a church entrusts me to be away in the middle of the busy season so that their influence and the work of God can be established in a greater way and that you have a part in it. Number 37, an amazing fundraising banquet that God allowed to surpass our hopes. Number 38, partners in this city and across this province who join us with extra grace and support through prayer, serving, and giving. This church hits above its weight class because we have support from a broader span of of people than just our own congregation. We couldn't do it without them. Number 39, the eldership team. They are full of faith and trust in the Lord and excitement for what he's doing and that they are allowed to be a part of it. They are foundational to provide the spiritual grounding for the steps that need to be taken for the work of God to be established through the Rock Church. It takes so much prayerful discernment to decide when to say no and when to say yes and they do it faithfully. Number 40, the rest of the staff and leadership team. Paid and unpaid staff. People leading ministries. An amazing group of people. I'm humble that they choose to serve with Leah and I, and we get to do this together. Any church would want any one of our leaders that we have on staff. Number 41, for you, the congregation. I'm celebrating with all of heaven today that with all the great options for church and community in this city, you choose to be a part of the Rock Church. If you are here today, please raise your hand. I am blessed by you. And then finally, hey, I'm doing pretty good. The one I skipped to the end. When we came to the Roxy in June, I began with the question, did anyone remember to pack the culture? And I'm happy to celebrate and say the culture was packed and brought along. I celebrate that through the change and through the growth, the very culture of this place has stayed intact. It's often described as being a messy church and a safe church. A place where you can bring your broken self, learn about God, and embrace the other people around you who are on the same journey. How has this happened? We have to acknowledge that we are in discipleship journeys, that we need grace, and as we need grace, other people need grace. It happens because as a congregation, we continue to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
We continue to stretch and make room for others and let God have room in our hearts. And number three, by learning to love well. Growing to be a place where people are invited in rather than to have to fight and claw their way into cliques. Stay open, stay loving, stay warm, stay hospitable, and we will continue to see the work of God take place. Will you please stand with me and give the Lord God Almighty a great ovation of applause of thanks for all he has done in this place. Praise you, Jesus. Please stay standing, write down any of the things you think I missed, and let's sing about what God is doing in this house of the Lord.
Amen. Turn to somebody, give them a high five, and say, I got joy. Would you please give the children a big round of applause as they exit this place for Children's Church? Children are dismissed. It's a privilege to welcome to the stage Dennis and Lori Wolke. Give them a big round of applause for joining me today. I'm excited to have them up here. Dennis and Lori first started coming to the Rock Church in November or December of last year. And since then, over the past year, they have quickly settled in to become one of those new couples. And you know who you are that have come in the last couple years to bring encouragement, confidence, and strength to the church. Regularly involved in most everything. Bring guests, pray faithfully, worship, engage. They're open and honest about their own discipleship journey. They serve with at camp. They serve at programs in the kitchen. They are in family church hosting tables. Dennis and Lori, thank you for joining and joining so well and so passionately and so hard. What brought you to the Rock Church a year ago? And I'll say at the same time, what do you see God doing that you're so excited and encouraged about? Um... Uh, we were, like, I think uh, everybody in COVID, we were isolated. Like, we just, and the, even after COVID, we just didn't, I don't know, we just felt discouraged and isolated and um, just didn't really know what where, what to do, uh, next steps. We were just really, and um, like Garth was talking about last Sunday, just that whole idea of, are you listening? And just that still small voice. And We've talked to so many people who we, you know, this is the conversation in the foyer. What brought you to the rock? And it's a lot of the same. Uh, we have a lot of the same stories. It was just that still small voice. Go to the rock. Go to the rock. So it's just a total. Um, just. A <laughs> <laughs> it was really um, God's leading and guiding. And we just start. We're just. We, we didn't know what to expect our first Sunday. We had never been here. Um, we, knew, we knew about the rock all these years, um, but had never been there, so we had no idea what to expect. And we walked in the door, and it was not what we expected at all mm. in a fantastic way. And we've just been, like, the minute we walked through the door, we were in. Wow. It's yeah. true. Thank you. I'm trying to remember if I preached that Sunday and if that's why it was, if I didn't preach that Sunday and if that was the thing. Don't run away with those Kleenex, Gloria, <laughs> that I might need them. So the difficult thing about this morning isn't sitting here before all of you this morning um, fighting these blinding lights. Wow. The difficulty is to try to answer a question uh, that requires 30 minutes in two minutes. Mm -hmm. And so that is, that's the big difficulty. But last night I was asking the Lord, what do you want me to say uh, that will achieve the, my three objectives? To bless, to encourage, and to challenge. 
And right away, the answer came back to me. And the answer was, share a hymn and share a message. So the hymn that was, that was placed on my heart, and for us old timers, I mean seasoned veterans, we, we know this hymn and it's um, uh, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And so instead of um, humiliating myself and trying to sing it, I'll just read the, the words that were really impressed upon me. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. And <clears throat> so that was the hymn. And the message was, tell them about your brokenness in a minute and a half. So... I think that we've, um, in so many of the conversations that we've had with people, we all come from different churches and situations. And the Lord was bringing me along uh, a journey that came from one church, and I had some, um, some negative attitudes in my heart that needed to be addressed, and the Lord so mercifully and graciously was leading me into that space. And so when we took emotional healthy spirituality and, uh, and emotional healthy relationships, that was a real uh, breakthrough moment for me. And you'll be hearing more about those courses later, but I would highly encourage you to, to take those courses. But, and so just really quickly, um, I, I kind of had difficulties in the past really connecting at a deeper level with the body of Christ and kind of having a bit of a, a rebellious spirit um, about having to deal with people and and whatnot, and the Lord really impressed on me through this hymn that, hey, look at, I, I am merciful to you, and I'm merciful to those people as well, and I'm bringing them along in their journey. So let's let's talk about you. Let's focus on you and deal with the things that we need to deal with you, so that you can move forward in your relationship with this new body from a healthy place. And so that's, wow. that was kind of the journey for me. Wow. And uh, what I'm most encouraged about, the other thing that's really difficult in two minutes or three minutes is to not name drop, because I could spend 30 minutes name dropping. There's been so many wonderful people that have come alongside us and friendships and people of like heart and like mind. But my, uh, what I'm especially encouraged about, and this is for you youth, and college and career, and anybody that is related or directly involved uh, with you, so leadership. You guys, um, <clears throat> now I gotta be careful here. You guys are gold. The great theologian. <laughs> um, Russell Crowe, <laughs> in the movie Gladiator, says this amazing line. He says, what we do in this life will echo in eternity. When you guys are doing what you're doing with the, those youth, and as Garth has, has put it on a couple of occasions, it is chaotic going to those programs. What you're doing, you may never know the full impact. That's the first thing. The second thing, and you really need to hear this, guys. 
you are teaching, you are teaching and mentoring us old timers. You're teaching us how to have a servant heart and how to say, like Isaiah said, here am I, send me. So I bless you and I encourage you and keep doing what you do. And uh, people from my generation, come alongside these college and career. They're wonderful. Bless them, feed them, do whatever you can for them. Um, to, to go back to, sorry, <clears throat> to go back to what we're so, I mean, you could just go on and on and on. We were talking about it. Don't worry, I won't let you. After, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know Dallas said, I'll, I'll grab the mic. <laughs> um, but um, we're just so excited about, you know, God is so obviously and clearly drawing people. It's not just like, oh, well, where are we going to go to church next? Well, let's try the rock. It's not that. And what is God doing? We're on a mission, clearly. And it's just so exciting to be a part of that, to be a part of um, a mission. And the other thing, well, I, again, I could go on, but I'll just say one more thing. I'm just so thankful for the foundational teaching. Like, I'm just blown away by seeing, again, all the young people, the young couples, getting this teaching in... Um, emotionally healthy spirituality and relationships it's just like phenomenal teaching that like I look around and see all these young couples and young people getting this amazing teaching so early in life I just think this is so fantastic like it's just we're just so blown away like I said we could go on and on what we're excited about but that's just a few of them Awesome. Thank you, Dennis and Lori. Let's give them a big yeah. round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, man. Awesome. Um, you heard Dennis and Lori talk about the young people, and at this time I get to bring up this lovely young lady who is still a young person to me but is definitely not just... A youth anymore. She's uh, growing up in this place, kind of, it feels like. You all thought I was going to get myself in trouble there. Have a little faith in me. Have a little faith in me. Dennis and Lori talked about grateful to see what's being invested into young adults to give them space to be discipled, to grow, to be prepared to lead, whether in secular workplace, in their homes, churches, paid or unpaid. We have a couple leadership transitions happening at the beginning of this year. Young adults will talk about um, on a future Sunday, but today we talk about <coughs> worship ministry. We want to celebrate, honor, and give thanks to God for one of these young leaders in this place, Amy Sabalski. Amy's been our worship director for the last two years. Yeah, give her a round of applause. Amy's been part of the Rock Church for, I believe, more than a decade. She's volunteered in all sorts of areas. Camp was the first summer student we ever had on staff, started by volunteering in C23 Youth. And uh, for those of you who are know, know her, this won't surprise you. I had only just met her within a few weeks. She sat me down. She sat me down and said, tell me what I'm doing right, tell me what I'm doing wrong, and tell me often. And uh, that's the type of intentional person she is in wanting to grow. 
Uh, she's been a part of all the huge change and growth over the past two years, but also this whole decade. Her desire as worship director has been wanting to keep the heart of worship intact while furthering the development of the administrative structures and everything needed to have a whole huge team like this working and communication growing. She facilitated the, the church going to two services in worship and then again coming to the Rock Church. And I know she would honor her team in saying that that was possible because she had such a great team to work with. And she did this all while on honorarium, going far and above what she was getting reimbursed for, investing her own time, talent, finances, and energy to grow. Amy's a pharmacist. God's opened an amazing door for her. She's basically stepped into her dream job. It's like it was created just for her to work on a team of professionals, specifically with her skill set in pharmacy for uh, mental health in the community. And this new role she's taken and God has blessed her with won't allow her to continue in this role. She began telling me earlier this past year that somebody would need to come in and step in. So we're grateful for who we can announce about that in a moment, but we want to focus on you today, Amy. Amy, thank you. What are some of your highlights and encouragements from your time as worship director here, and what are you celebrating? Yeah, awesome. Um... I just feel so also stoked and overwhelmed and I'm just vibrating. The Lord is good and he's faithful. Um, yeah, I started coming to The Rock when I was 20 and that was 13 years ago. And so I was raised in throughout my 20s in this house and definitely echo the incredible discipleship and safety and care that I got from this church and from Dallas and Leah. Um, it's been awesome. And life-changing. And so a couple of years ago when Dalson Lee asked me to be worship director, it was uh, also kind of a dream job come true. <laughs> and something that I had, I mean, worship has been a very close part to my heart since early teenage years. And I'm passionate about leading worship, worshiping myself, growing in that. And um, so these past couple years have been a special gift from the Lord. And when I got the opportunity to do it, it was like he was saying, the Lord was saying to me, I remember that this is a dream in your heart and I want to give this to you for this season. And um, I was finishing my master's and I was working only 80% time. So I had the capacity to put a few hours of work into um, being worship director, and it, um, yeah, I grew a ton, and f just feel so blessed by what I got to experience, and how I got to provide leadership to the worship department over a period of tons of change, tons of movement, tons of growth, um, but I think the main thing that I feel just so encouraged by is the grace of the Lord in this church, and on our teams, um, even as we were just singing that song, House of the Lord, that line, our God is surely in this place. And I just feel that that is so true. And I just have, I feel so overwhelmed by the, the presence of the Lord among us and the grace of the Lord among us. And it makes worship directing really easy when you're with a congregation and a family full of people who are excited to be in church and come with open hearts and engage in worship. And I think over the past two years, I haven't had one single like criticism of the song choice or um, like people saying, you should do it this way, you should do it this way. And there's always room to learn and grow, but I mean, to the extent where sometimes things can be 
people have different preferences and opinions, and there's room for preferences and opinions, but what I'm saying is that overall, there's just so much grace and openness, and um, it's a very safe and honoring place to worship the Lord together. And of course, as Dallas mentioned, the team as well, everybody who's involved in the worship team has just been so flexible, covering, honoring, gracious, and it like really has made the job very easy and I haven't had to do that much. We're just riding the wave of God's glory together and experiencing greater tastes and greater measures of his glory as we keep our hearts open and seeking the Lord and pursuing the Lord together. Yeah, so good. Leah's going to come and uh, we're going to pray for you. And while she comes, we want to say thank you again, Amy. We're grateful for your heart and passionate work that you've done. And we're super excited that we aren't saying goodbye to you, but that you're tra- staying and transitioning here. So we want to offer you these, get these flowers as a token of our appreciation. Pass that to Leah. But just before we pray for you, so that uh, people know what the plan is. And just so you know, we didn't have a plan except started praying at the beginning of last year of God. How would this work? We're very excited to call up Peter Quinlan. And... Uh, Peter has served in music ministry over the past decade or more in the places that God has had him, and he's been at this church now, came in the, the, over the past year, and we're excited to have him step into this. He's agreed to come on for six months in this worship director, as worship director, to, so that we can test and see if this is the right fit and what should be happening, but Peter is stepping in, and what, what an amazing thing and a gift from God to have a baton to pass to somebody else. So Peter, thank you for your willingness to step into this, and we're excited. But we'll hear more from Peter another time. This moment is about thanking God for Amy, and so we're going to pray for her. Peter, you can stay with us as we pray too. Leah, would you pray? Yeah. Father, we are beyond blessed to have been able to have this time with Amy um, as our leader. And she, we just love her, God. She is part of this family, and you have done such beautiful things in her life. You have demonstrated what it looks like to surrender the things that come in life and that can either sweep you away from the love of Jesus or draw you in. And so I thank you for the way that she has just stepped into your love and stepped into her own discipleship. I thank you for all the ways that she has led us and organized us and encouraged us and found space for so many people to use their gifts. And that is the call, God, for leaders to find a way to bring people into the body and put them into the kingdom work and to worship with our hearts. And so I thank you for her worshipful heart that she has desired and hoped and dreamed to bring that kind of a space into um, this space and our building space. God, it has been a privilege. And so we are asking that you would just pour out your blessing and your love on her and that she would be so filled 
with the understanding of what you have done, that it would be like this bubbling, overflowing um, thing that, that people would look and see and see the sign and wonder of you and your glory, that the glory would be real and tangible, God. Thank you that you are already doing this and that you want to give her even more. So lead her and guide her in these new days at this new position. We pray blessing over her. We thank you that this has been a gift straight from you to her. And we, um, we glorify you in that. So we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And God bless Peter. The team is coming as we uh, sing together.